Hi, this is Gaurav from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, August 21st and the top stories of the day are after the Delhi High Court refused to grant anticipatory bail to P Chidambaram on Tuesday. The senior Congress leader moved the apex court today seeking protection from arrest in the corruption and money laundering cases in the INX media scam. During the arguments that took place in the High Court on Tuesday, both the CBI and the ED had opposed Chidambaram's plea, stating that he needed to be interrogated in custody, reported Live Law. According to PTI, after Chidambaram's bail plea was rejected by the High Court on Tuesday evening, he and Kapil Sibbal were seen rushing from one corridor to another to meet officials including the Secretary General and the CGI staff for having a word with Justice Gogoi. After intensive parleys, Sibbal said he had been informed by an SC official to mention the petition on Wednesday at 10:30 a.m. quote unquote before an appropriate bench. Since CGI Gogoi and Justice S A Bobde would be sitting in on the Constitution bench for the Ayodhya case, the petition was to be mentioned before the next senior most judge who is not on the Constitution bench. Earlier, Sibbal had said that this judge would be Justice N V Ramana, who is the third most senior judge in the ranks after CGI Ranjan Gogoi and Justice S A Bobde. Meanwhile, the Congress leader's legal team had written to the CBI asking them not to take any coercive action till his petition was heard in the SC. Earlier on Tuesday, the CBI, after failing to find the ex-union minister at his residence, had issued a notice asking him to appear before the investigating officer within 2 hours. According to Chidambaram's legal team, the notice did not pinpoint a specific provision of law under which he had been summoned. On Wednesday, Justice Ramana transferred his file for urgent listing to be heard by CGI Ranjan Gogoi but his request for interim protection from arrest was refused at the same time the ed has issued a lookout notice for the ex finance minister who has not been seen by either the cbi or the ed on three separate occasions since yesterday congress leader priyanka gandhi put out a two part tweet on wednesday morning stating that chidambaram was being quote unquote shamefully hunted down ani reported that three people were killed after a helicopter carrying relief material to people affected by floods in uttarakhand's uttarkashi district crashed on Wednesday according to NDTV the helicopter crashed after it hit a power cable the three deceased were identified as the helicopter's pilot Kaptal Lal co-pilot Shailesh and local resident Rajpal all of them were traveling from Mori to Moldi currently a team of 10 people has been sent to the site of the crash in the last few days the state has received heavy rainfall resulting in cloudbursts landslips and flooding hundreds of people have been left stranded after the floods washed away roads The Tons River was responsible for destroying almost 20 homes over the weekend itself. In another sign of economic slowdown that seems to be slowly but surely creeping into the Indian economy, biscuit maker Pale Products Private Limited said on Tuesday that it may lay off almost 10,000 employees if the demand slowdown continues, reported the Economic Times. The company's category head Mayank Shah said, and I quote, "We have sought reduction in the goods and service tax on biscuits priced at rupees 100 per kg or below." which are typically sold in packs of rupees 5 and below but if the government does not provide that stimulus then we have no choice but to let go of 8000 to 10000 people from our workforce across factories as slowing sales are severely impacting us close quote in the report the company said that 12% tax was imposed on biscuits that cost rupees 100 per kg before gst was introduced and that it expected the gst rate to be fixed at the same rate for premium biscuits and at 5% for biscuits priced lower However, it turned out that all biscuits came under the 18% GST tax bracket, forcing companies to increase their prices. This had a direct impact on sales, said Shah. 
Parley had earlier increased its prices by around 5%, which resulted in a steep decline in sales. The company currently employs around 1 lakh people in 10 plants and 125 third-party manufacturing units. Kun Abdullah CM, a 37-year-old Keralaite living in Sharjah, is having sleepless nights since his phone keeps ringing with unwanted calls from across the world after his mobile number was flashed during the second season of the blockbuster web series Sacred Games on Netflix. His number was flashed as the number of a fictional gangster, Suleiman Isa, in the first episode of the new season that released on August 15th. Kun Abdullah told the Gulf News, and I quote, I have been getting incessant calls on my phone for the last three days from India, Pakistan, Nepal, the UAE and around the world. I don't know what is happening. Hearing my phone ring sends shivers down my spine. I want to cancel my number. I want this problem to go away. Close quote. Shortly after the story was published, Netflix, the American media service provider and production company, wrote to the Gulf News saying that they had removed Kun Abdullah's number. In a statement to Gulf News on Monday, Netflix said, and I quote, We apologize for any inconvenience caused. As soon as we were alerted to the situation, we resolved the issue and removed the phone number from the subtitles. Close quote. Senior journalist and chairman of the Hindu group of publications, N. Ram, said on Tuesday that communalism as a political mobilization strategy had made disturbing progress over the past several years. He also remarked that the Hindu Rashtra ideology flagrantly denied equality, fairness and justice to all citizens of the country. Ram was delivering the first Dr. Narendra Dabulkar Memorial Lecture entitled Three Challenges Facing Contemporary India at Pune's Tilak Smarak Mandir organized by the Maharashtra Andhashastra Nirmulan Samiti. He said, and I quote, The challenge to secular, democratic and pluralist India has come to the fore at a time the party of the Hindu right, led by a Rashtriya Swayam Sevak Sangh Pracharak turned charismatic mass political leader, has won a renewed and stronger mandate and is actively consolidating its power at the centre. Close quote. Ram added, and I quote, It is no secret that this new dispensation is armed with an ideology and a socio-political program that are at odds with what we have been accustomed to for most of India's independent career. It is important to realise that when the RSS Supremo proclaims that India is a Hindu nation and Hindutva is its identity, he is striking a blow at the secular concept of Indian citizenship and at the constitution itself. Close quote. Prime Minister Narendra Modi called up his British counterpart Boris Johnson on Tuesday to discuss the anti-India protests outside the Indian High Commission in London on August 15th. The protests had broken out during the Independence Day celebrations and were reportedly organised by Pakistani groups and Sikh and Kashmiri separatist outfits. The Metropolitan Police arrested four people for public brawls, obstruction of police and possession of a knife. Johnson expressed regret over the incident and assured all necessary security measures to ensure protection for the Indian mission, its staffers and visitors, said the External Affairs Ministry. Before I take your leave, here's some stuff that went up on the News Laundry website that you do not want to miss out on. The first is Ayush's latest report from Kashmir, which I personally feel is one of his best reports. The piece talks about how even though schools have been reopened after two weeks, parents refuse to pawn their children's safety for the state government's optics of normalcy. Do check this one out. Ayush has been filing reports from Kashmir ever since the abrogation of Article 370 and has still not returned to Delhi. Needless to say, it takes a lot of time effort and resources to send reporters like him to high-tension areas and consistently get them to file unbiased reports from there, free from prejudice. So please, subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. We're a small team doing the best we can with the resources at hand and could use all the leg up we can get. Also, 
Don't forget to check out the latest episode of TV Newsons featuring both Manisha and Meghnad as well as the latest episode of Awful and Awesome hosted by Abhinandan and Rajeshree. Well, that's all the news we have for you today folks. Have a good night or a great day depending on where you're listening to us from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.